This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments with my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. Well, triple. <laughs> I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hey. Hello. <clears throat> Today we are talking about Braveheart. It came out in 1995, starring Mel Gibson, directed by Mel Gibson, written by Randall Wallace. I believe it was uh, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. I don't get it. I think you, I, I think, I think you meant Lionheart. Oh, oh, my bad. Also, you, you said the the writer's name wrong, Jeff. <laughs> Is it William Wallace? No, oh. I think Alex knows where I'm going with this. Cumberbatch. Nope. <laughs> 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 Sorry, in, inside inside joke with the <laughs> Randall Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> Randall Wallace. Hey. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, anyway, that's an extremely inside joke. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> if you ever taken a train tour from San Diego, you'll know what we're talking about. Going to the going to the beer cart for some sluts. All right, what? what? It's a type of beer. No, All right, like I said, nineteen ninety five. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, not when it came out because I didn't see it until I got it on DVD. Probably three or four years later, but uh, David always liked it. Um, did you guys see this in the theater? You guys remember? Um, no, actually, I think. Well, did I see it in the theater? You know, I don't remember. I just know I was in Arizona one time, and the pay per view was busted at the hotel we were on, and it was just showing all the movies for free. So I watched it like four times. <laughs> <laughs> That's like twelve hours. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I well over the course of my stay. Uh, but yes, uh, I, I I think I saw the theater. Yeah, I want to say I saw it at the old Cinedome, at the old Boob Theater. All right. All right, well, let's just hop into our lists. Mm-hmm. Starcade. All right. That was great. That's Disneyland, isn't it? Yeah, but, oh, yeah. I guess they had another <laughs> another name for it at the Cinedome. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> The old Starkey. The old Starkey. <laughs> All right. Um, number seven on my list is um, Mrs. William Wallace. I don't know her name in the movie, but she was hot. I always liked her, and I watched it again recently. <laughs> Sophie and, uh, I forgot how. I uh, know, not her. She's oh, hot too. Oh, 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 I know you're talking about uh... the Scottish chick. Yeah. Um, they're both they're both extremely hot, but I, I always liked her when I saw it again for the first time in forever. I was like, wow, she's hotter than I remember. So, there it is. <laughs> um, Catherine McCormick 
Yeah, I can't remember. I forgot her name. There you go. She's a real. Well, that sounds Irish. Is that Irish or Scottish? McCormick. Uh, there's no Matt. There's no A. So it's. It Irish, sounds. Right? It sounds Irish. Right. Is she? Is she the heiress to McCormick and Schmitz? <laughs> Maybe. I think she's. I think she's British. So I don't know. Anyway. Yes. She was extremely hot. I loved her scenes. Um, and yeah. That I, I'm being honest. When I watched it again, I was like, "Wow!" And I always liked. I mean, the nudity didn't hurt, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> it sure didn't. <laughs> yes, for for a uh, when, when I already forgot when this movie take place. The 1995. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Duh! You said it two seconds. Ago. No, uh, the 1200s. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. They were using swords. They were swords. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I agree. She's uh, very attractive. <laughs> All right, uh, Alex. Uh, number seven. It's something that you learn in history class, and you kind of, uh, you know, when you read the term or, or understand the phrase and hear the term and everything in context of history class in high school. It's like, okay, that was pretty messed up. I'm talking about, you know, fornicating under the command of the king. But when this movie just, like, illustrates how just scummy and just a tool for oppressing the people that the king had, ugh, it's it's just gross on so many levels. (laughs) You prima nocta? Yeah, that shit. (laughs) Oh, my God. You took Latin, fool. You should know that. No, but it was, yeah, well, it was fornicating under the command of the king. Same thing, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. But and there, it's, there it is. But yeah, Prima knocked in. doesn't even have to be the king. It could be one of his slime ball assistants. Ugh. You mean one of his lords? Yeah. One of his slime, slime ball assistant. King, the king doesn't really have assistants. <laughs> eh. <laughs> Agree or disagree, Scott? What about a... The sword boy or the torch boy from uh, Army of Darkness. Those are assistants. Yeah, what about the piss boy? Squires. Yeah, piss boy. Squires. <laughs> squires. Servants, hey, sir, slaves. you look like the piss boy. <laughs> you look like a bucket of shit. <laughs> oh, that line still cracks me up to this day. Anyway. Yeah. And I do like the when the king, he comes up with the, you know, the de- declaring this. He's like, well, if we can't chase him out, we'll breed him out, and that's kind of his reason for doing it. Messed up. Yeah. yeah. And that character, the actor with the scar, Scarface, the role he was born to play. <laughs> A uh, generic Irish, Scotsman, British guy in the background. Yes. Isn't, <laughs> the guy's been isn't he a gladiator also, right? Yeah, gladiator. Everything. Uh, Sin City. Yeah, he's in Sin yeah. City. He's probably uh, in Game of Thrones, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. All right, Scott, number seven. All right, number seven is. Uh, I, I saw. I laughed the first time I saw it, and I still laugh because it's like the most ridiculous moment in the entire movie when uh, he's William Wallace is out for revenge against the lords that betrayed him. And he busts in on that that one guy. He was another one of those guys. He's like, oh, it's that one British guy. Uh, he busts in on him, rides like through his 
like busts up, busts up in the, eh, busts into his room on top of a horse, and then pulls out the the ball and chain and smashes his head in. Like in and of itself, it's cool, but it makes no sense. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's like my what? Four. Like why? Why did he go to? Like it doesn't make. Like first of all, how do you get the horse in there to bust through a door? And then secondly, all, he's the war yeah. road warrior. That's what he's doing. And you know they could have killed the dude without having to. I. I it just. I don't know. It, it highly unnecessary. Alright, as with most of this movie, a lot of uh, dramatic license was uh <laughs> Right. Well this used. goes this well this goes beyond dramatic license. This <laughs> is just like <laughs> Dramatic license to kill? Ooh. There Sorry, it is. Timothy Dalton. Yeah. yeah, Q made that horse. It was a <laughs> mini horse, and then he pushed a button on his watch and it popped up right before he got in the guy's room. Yeah. And then he gets that horse to jump out the window. And then a Scotsman played a British guy in the, all the James Bond movies. Yeah, and then Australian played a Scottish guy in this movie. What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. What? What? I was, at first, I was like, oh, yes, I remember back in the 90s when Americans would play British roles. I was like, never mind, he wasn't even American, so I don't think that's ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> I guess except for, like, Elijah Wood playing Frodo. It happens that's not even British. He's a hobbit. <laughs> yeah, he was right, playing uh, a New Zealander, stupid. <laughs> um, all right, Brit. my number six is going back and learning like how highly inaccurate this movie is. Like all <laughs> my knowledge <laughs> was like, man, well, well, all this stuff happened. Then you go back and find out. Yeah, I mean, it's it's loosely based on some facts, and that was disappointing to find out. But it doesn't ruin um, my enjoyment of the movie. I just I know, like we said before, it's dramatic license and stuff. But it was a little heartbreaking, brave heartbreaking, if I say. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, apparently the twelve hundreds. By the way, I think that's what I said. You yeah, said nineteen ninety five. Well, but then I said twelve hundreds. Uh, but that was a guess. Anyway, yeah, I don't like the. I know you, they weren't they weren't wearing kilts back then, and they weren't painting their faces that way, and all the stuff. The Sterling battles on a bridge, actually, and all this different, whatever. It was awesome. Just <laughs> mad that it it tricked me. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. Yep. Alex, I like when the stupid dude gets his comeuppance when uh, he's talk. Uh, William Wallace goes to talk over him. With her and the princess, or the yeah, and then he's like st- starting to talk in Latin, and he's like, "Oh, we shouldn't be dealing with these savages." And Willem Wallace talks back in Latin. He's like, "Oh shit, bitch! Educated son, <laughs> drop some knowledge on your ass." He's like, "Agricola bibat aquam." Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Moto fuck. <laughs> he showed him what was up. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then he went into French or Francais soubouffle or whatever he says. Yeah. In fromage. <laughs> fromage s'il vous plaît. Mm-hmm. Parlez-vous. And that's because um oh man. Solo blanc. Because Hann- Hannibal Lecter taught him all those things. He remedied him 
Yes. He remedied him. All right. Uh, Scott. All right. My number six is toward the beginning, uh, the, the rock throwing contest. <laughs> I, I liked it as just a way to illustrate the whole thing about how the, the Scotsmen weren't allowed to carry weapons. Uh, so that's why they practice all this weird stuff that like, like tossing sheafs, which I was very disappointed to find out that it's a sheaf is actually like a bale of hay and they weren't actually tossing sheep. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, uh but yeah, like things like that, the cape the caper toss, but yeah, the, the rock thrown. Stupid um, sheaf. Yeah. <laughs> it means you get uh, results, you stupid sheaf. Uh, <laughs> the whole thing where he, Brennan Gleason picks up and hurls the giant rock at him and he just stands there and he just picks up another rock a la David and Goliath. Just beans him right between the eye. Did he uh, pick up that rock and throw it bang zoom straight to the moon? I don't know. But I didn't know he was fighting a cyclops either, right between the <laughs> eye. I said eyes. I don't think he did. Whatever. We'll have to go back to replay on that one. I heard it I heard it in my head. In your mind's eye. Just like just like Alex, because the last thing he hears is the things that he says. <laughs> That's true. Although you did that last week, Scott. <laughs> well no, the difference there was I just completely tuned out Alex. That was different. Different. I like that. Yeah, you know, he throws that big rock, and you know, I think that's the same size rock that like Andre the Giant palms when he throws uh, <laughs> yeah. Wesley and Princess Bride, <laughs> and he hooks that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it's uh, maybe there's some bit of trivia there. Maybe it's the same rock. <laughs> maybe. Although I think Braveheart came afterwards, and Andre destroyed that mm-hmm. rock, so probably not. Well, that the one he picked up was a real rock, and the thing that he threw was a fake one. Yeah. Oh, it's a molded version. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I could gotcha. kill you now, if you like. Um, uh, yes, the rock so, throwing contest is by number six. So that guy, that's um, we said Brendan Gleeson, right? That's yeah. Domhnall Gleeson's dad, right? And he's in the Harry Potter movies. Mad Moody. Okay, and then his dad is Jorah Mormont's dad, right? Yeah, James Cosmos. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, and actually, those two. Uh, we're also in, uh, not in Troy. Radiator. They're oh, in Troy. Troy. Yeah. Troy. Except this time they're on opposite sides. Oh. I liked him when he was in, uh, he was in Wonder Woman recently. <laughs> and he's like the lead, one of the British parliament dudes or whatever. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's like the old woman. general. <laughs> yeah. Who is this woman? <laughs> he's a lion. <laughs> all right um i liked the beginning the flashback seeing young william wallace um and his dad and just the history about how the king would you know lure them all into a trap and slaughter them all and how he saw that but then how his uncle came down and trained him to use his mind and everything which is what his dad told him to do too so i just liked that whole thing it really got me this time like I turned it on. I'm like, oh, okay, it's kind of late. I probably shouldn't start this now. And like, as soon as that started, I just I was enthralled with it. I was like, oh man, I really got to turn this off. But just and that just got me into it again, really good. So I like all that. I thought the kid actor was pretty good. Um, the little girl was kind of terrible actress, but she's only in it for a little bit. Yeah, I do like that. The, that uh, Mel Gibson and her are supposed to be the same age. <laughs> yeah. 
it doesn't really line up well. But, I mean, I think she, he's older than her as a kid, but he's not as old as Mel Gibson is compared to R- that actress. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So He's had a hard life, that William Wallace. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So, uh, interesting to get the kids. Alex. Are we on number fives? Uh, yes. Okay. I like the scene where uh, <laughs> after one of the battles... And I believe it was, yeah, James Cosmo playing Campbell. And he's got an arrow stuck in him. <laughs> yeah. And he's drinking like a fish. And everybody's like, okay, you just got to yank it out. All right. Uh, you do it. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> and then they get some kid that doesn't know him. <laughs> he's like, here, you do it. Like, All right, I'll pull it out. <laughs> he pulls out the arrow. And Campbell just jacks him and knocks him cold. Ah, oh, Gold. Get That'll wake there. you up in the morning, boys. <laughs> He's just looking at everybody, frothing in them out, waiting for the person that's going to pull the arrow out of him. <laughs> awesome. And were they pulling out or were they cauterizing it? I forgot. I thought they pulled it out. I think, that, I think they voice. pulled it out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Not Nobody wants to do it. <laughs> yeah. The tough son of a bitch. I love that scene where he gets the arrows when he, or I guess not when he gets it, but right before, right after he got it, when he's lifting up the gate so like the guys can run through and he's going to get like shanked, but then luckily his, the guys come and save him. Cool. All right, mm-hmm. Scott. All right, my number five is the the crazy Irishman. Ah oh, shit! Yeah, that's my number three. Good. Yeah, I figured this, this guy would be on your list. Oh, yeah, we see this guy's in his gold. <laughs> uh, when, when, when he and Brendan Gleeson are like laughing at each other, or like, or Brendan Gleeson's trying to like <laughs> talk to him, the 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 scene right when the, they're in the Battle of Sterling, and the the arrows are hailing down on them, yeah. and, and he's sitting right next to William Wallace and to Mel Gibson's character, and he he looks over at him and says, <laughs> "The Lord told me I'll get out of this get out of this mess, but he thinks you're fucked." <laughs> and then he gives that laugh. Ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he gives the crazy laugh. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, do I get to kill the English? Yeah. That's my number three. That mm-hmm. guy was good. All his yeah. scenes. He's good. Good comic relief. Good Irish comic relief, as every movie should have. Mm-hmm. Historically, <laughs> historically accurate? Uh, that the Irish hated the, the British? Yes. <laughs> or this that this guy was a real dude? I have no idea. Probably. But I'm it's gonna, very I'm actually it's actually very it. it's actually very believable that there would be Irish people fighting alongside the Scots against the the hated British. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if I remember correctly, this character this guy exists, but he's not part of this story. Or this part of the past. But he's a he's a character from the past, but he's not part of the William Wallace liberation of Scotland or the whole that whole thing, so I think if I remember that correctly. Um, all right, okay. my number four is Longshanks, a great villain. The guy's a dick. This guy would fit in perfectly in Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. he could have been a Tywin Lannister or something like that. He's just he's awesome in this, and he has one of the greatest lines of all time: "Is the problem with Scotland is that it's full of Scots? The trouble with Scotland <laughs> is that it's full of Scots." Uh, that's that is one of the all time lines, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
uh, he throws his son's lover out the window, and oh god, he's he's just a mean motherfucker, <laughs> and yeah. he's he's a great heel. He's awesome. Yeah, Patrick McGowan, McGowan, McGuhan. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but yes, I ran out of tissues and I got goo on my hand. What? what? Sure. Sure. You mean snot, Gross. right? Why not? Yes. Snot, of course. Okay. Snot's not. All right, anyway. Longshanks. Alex. Uh, my number three was that horse. We're on fours. Oh, my number four is the horse burst into the room mace face thing. Okay. So I have to say, I don't add to that, is that TV and movies have gotten so much worse because I remember that scene and the scene where he uh, William Wallace cuts the guy's throat at the beginning for uh, at the, in their home little hometown. Oof, yep. They were so nasty. I always had to turn away, and I literally I couldn't watch them. It was so gross. And this time I was like, all right, I'm going to watch it, see how bad it is. And they're so tame now compared <laughs> to anything on like Game of Thrones. We're all, or... we're all desensitized now. Yeah. Oh my god, I was like, that's it? There's like barely any blood comes out of her neck compared to this shit we see now, so. You win, Hollywood. You're <laughs> fucking with our minds. Um, Alright, uh, Scott, number four. Uh, number four is the trouble with Scotland is that it's full of Scots. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, specifically that line, but yeah, the Patrick Magoon as Longshanks is great. Okay, we're number three, and my number three was the Irishman. My Ireland. Yep. Okay, it was awesome. <laughs> Me too. So, uh, all right. So, my Scott, my number three, three. Uh, is the rampagement. Uh, so, when after William Wallace's wife has uh, been slain, um, he he goes full ham. Uh, that all seems just cool. The way. Uh, he slow-mos, uh, maces that guy in the head, um, and then makes his way up. Um, and then just how he doesn't say anything is so he kicks the Lord down the hill and then puts him up to the, the post and slits his throat. Uh, the whole, yeah. the whole scene's rad. The whole sequence. Like, it, it we, we already mentioned some of the other stuff, like the James Cosmos character getting the arrow, um, get to see, uh, Brennan Gleason swinging around that that fucking mall, I guess <laughs> the big hammer. <laughs> yeah. uh, so well, lots of cool stuff going on in that scene. But yeah, the rampagement. Awesome. Yep. Good stuff. All right. Uh, my number two is the Battle of Sterling. Um, so epic. Which now that I watch it again is not as epic as I remembered it because everything's just CG is kind of. Made some battles kind of unrealistic, I guess. I don't even know. Like, so, so how many the thing. people would be in a battle of that like type? Thousands, two thousands? What does it even look like anymore? I, I think, I think watching it again, it, it did feel a little sparse. Yeah. Um, this is my number one, by the way. Um, okay. The, the yeah, battle of Sterling. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> I was talking about this uh, the other day with somebody else. When you when you look in the background, <laughs> like. You, you just see a bunch of dudes just kind of going through the paces. Like, just dudes with two swords just kind of going, huh, huh, huh. 
huh, like, <laughs> um, it, it gets pretty bad. Um, but yeah, I'll talk a little bit about more about this when when my turn comes up. But yeah, I agree, Jeff. It's it's pretty rad. Yeah, it's 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 rad. The whole him giving his speech, his awesome speech, which I'm trying to think if there's a better horseback speech. You know, Game of Thrones has a couple, but I don't think they live up to to this one. Um, uh, well, the, know, the, the the problem with you're talking about the freedom speech, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the pro- the problem with the freedom speech has became such a, a cultural like meme, I guess. Yeah, uh, so it lost a little bit of its power, but no, it's great. I I don't know. For my money, uh, I I still get more pumped at the end of Return of the King when uh, Theoden's running down the line, um, and they they all yell death, yeah, death. Uh, that still gives me uh, it's, it's my blood boiling. Yeah, I think Theoden's speech is better than Aragorn's speech, but I think Wallace's is better than. Yeah, I think I think at that point the problem with Aragorn's speech at the end is like they already gave Theoden like three of these yeah. like Shakespearean <laughs> soliloquies and then the big battle speech and then even fucking Aomir gets like a quick speech <laughs> on the way out yeah. before before Aragorn ever gets his chance. <laughs> we cannot mute it. No one can. Shall be an age of wolves <laughs> and shattered spears, but it is not but his he does, day. But he does say for Frodo, which is awesome. Yeah. But yeah. that's a totally different that's movie. So back to yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree. I love it's, that. It's, it is a, a great uh, speech at the at the time. Yeah, for sure. It, it like yeah. it has unfortunately lost a little bit of its uh, its power. Sure. It's been I still like it. And like the would you would you trade all the days from now and then to come back and relive this day for your freedom? Ah, it's awesome. And then the battle itself, them showing their dick, showing their asses, <laughs> the fights, the running, Scottish the, dog, the big. Sp- the big spears, uh, the strategy of them running away, the the noblemen running away, but coming behind be, from behind to get the archers, just awesome. Uh, yeah, since you guys have more to say, I'll, that's it for me. Mm. Um, number two, Alex. My number two is the speech. You summed it up pretty well. <laughs> okay. All right then, uh, Scott. Number, number two. Uh, number two is the execution. So, so, Jeff, you talk about being uncomfortable. Like, I, I don't remember being all that uncomfortable with the throat slitting, but what they do to him at the end, or they basically just, like, cut his... Yeah. I was, to this day, I'm not sure whether they, like, like castrate him or pull his guts out. No, Either they way, disembowel him. Guts. They disembowel the, him. The, the little people were enacting the whole thing that was going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, the... Uh, that whole scene is just, uh, it's, and I, I'm just glad Mel Gibson never did anything like that again. <laughs> you got, you got a little taste right there, and then it just went all out. <laughs> but ah, oh, that's so brutal, and then it just goes on and on and on. Um, I mean, luckily they just show his face and not actual like the actual gore. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it, it, it scene just drags out, and, uh, you know, truly dying for freedom there. Sacrificing himself for freedom. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I might have a little more say about this on my number one. That's awesome. So I guess it's my number one. <laughs> um, not so much the execution part. I mean, that scene though. I love the fact that you see um, little John and the, and Robin Hood's friends in the crowd, thinking they're going to save the day, and they don't. 
I think that's awesome. Like, I totally thought that was going to happen there mm-hmm. when I first time I saw the movie. And the fact that it doesn't. Um, like, doesn't he, like, look them off? No, oh, I don't man. think so. He? He's staring at his wife in the crowd as a ghost or whatever. Okay. That's what I remember. Mm-hmm. And, like, a little girl, I think, sitting on someone's shoulders, looking at Arya or something. Um, but, yeah, his friend's showing up. You think they're going to save the day. They don't. Uh, the scene before that where she tries to give him milk with a poppy or whatever the hell it is to n- numb his wits or to numb him. And he's like, no, I might say something I don't want to say. And um, and then that, like so the whole end of the movie and then that leading up to finally Robert the Bruce, you know, it claiming his crown the right way. away like it was garbage. Uh, yeah. No. It's stuck in the ground perfectly. <laughs> no, he, hugs, he gets uh, Mad Moody, hucks that thing. Yeah, and it's yeah, like sticking here. out of ground. I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered to throw this away. The, you do the cool Dutch angle. Yeah, exactly. So the whole ending, I like movies, which I guess we'll get to our list later. But I love endings where the I don't love them, but I, they're cool when the protagonist fails, but it inspires somebody else to actually succeed in the in the movie. And while this is made goes back to my number six, while this is not accurate at all from what I've read, <laughs> I like the way it works in the movie. So that is my number one, Alex. My number one is that big uh, mooning battle. <laughs> battle Sterling. Yeah, epic. It's awesome. Next. Okay. <laughs> it's already been summed up. It's good. Uh, so, really so good. My, so my number one, also the battle. Um, just, just one more thing to say about it. Uh, I, I think at the time, like there'd never been anything quite like that. Like, there'd true. been there'd been like mo- more modern war movies. Uh, but nothing like just like medieval armies going at each other like that. Uh, and the, the scale for the time, uh, was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. so it kind of set the bar for, for future movies. Like we, we mentioned Lord of the Rings several times now, but like things, I think things like that have kind of have Braveheart to, if not necessarily thank, but to, to build upon anyways. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, last year when Battle of the Bastards came out, everyone was comparing it to like Braveheart, right? right? Yeah, it's... they're all yeah the armies on the open plain, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and having recently watched both Battle of the Bastards, is puts it to shame as far as size and and stuff like that. But that's what twenty years <laughs> of technology will get you, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's cool. The uh, the one thing I read that the real battle is the battle at Stirling Bridge. And I guess the English had to cross a bridge, and so the Scots just waited at the other end of the bridge and just killed them as they came across because it was really narrow. <laughs> that's, that's how the battle went. <laughs> so so, so the, guy, the guys behind the other guys that were getting killed were like, well, when was going to happen? And they just kept yeah. walking forward anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was funny, the, uh, um, in the, looking at the trivia here, um, and it says, when asked by a local why the Battle of Stirling Bridge was filmed on an open plain, Gibson answered that the bridge got in the way, to which the local said, aye, that's what the English found. <laughs> yeah, see? It's <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. I, like the, I like the idea that, that Scotsmen in 1995 are still fucking proud of some battle that was like 600 years ago. <laughs> uh, come on, we're still proud of our battles. Ago. Well, we are, but like... Battle of Indoor? Come on. Yeah. yeah. Well, ours is like, you know, 
two hundred something. Like there's, I don't know. Are we going to care after five hundred years? Is what I'm what I'm asking. I'll be dead, so I won't care. But maybe other people will. Yeah, future generations. I think they will. And the the point of the story is fuck the Brits. <laughs> yes. The hated British. <laughs> um, all right. So that's it. Let's rate this some bitch. I'm gonna give it. I still think it holds up. It's not a seven, but I give it a strong six. I really enjoyed watching it. It is a little long. Um, that hurts it a little bit, but I think it more than makes up for it. Um, and just the just everything awesome in it. Uh, Mel, we haven't really talked about Mel Gibson's acting. I think he directed the hell out of this movie. His acting, not so great, but the accent is pretty atrocious. Yeah, that's that's mainly the part I'm talking about. Um, but whatever, it doesn't not, get in the he's way. He's not Kevin Costner, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. But who is? Uh, yeah. So I give it a six, Alex. I'm also going to give this a really strong six, almost a seven. Okay. But yep, hits all the right beats. Awesome action, good drama, sets everything up well. Good, good payoff at the end. All right. Cool. Yeah. Scott, uh, I give it a five. Okay. Um, I, like I said, it, it definitely did a lot of things that's, that paved the way for future like medieval action style movies. Um, you know, the, the battle scenes are great. Uh, like as you pointed out, Jeff, it, it runs long, and yeah. it, it just doesn't hold up like a lot of these other movies we talk about. Uh, for me, anyway. So I mean, I would still like if it was on in the background, I could still. Like, have it on, but, yeah, I don't know that I'd go out of my way to, on my own, to sit down and watch through it again. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, the one, the one thought I wanted to finish, and so, yes, there's definitely, it's sparse, as you mentioned, and you compare it to Battle of the Bastards, or, I guess, too far in the fantasy world, maybe, is, like, Lord of the Rings, and it's, like, the, the Battle of the Two Towers, or the Battle at Helm's Deep. Is that, that's over the top, right? Is there... What does ten thousand men on each side look like? Yeah, I, right. Like I don't know. Are they overdoing it? Well, now I, I want to say that like ten thousand, ten thousand probably wasn't even a thing. I mean, even that, yeah, that fight exactly. like was probably would be more like a couple of thousand each. Maybe I, 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 I mean, I'm probably way off here. But even that like feels like they didn't have enough people out there. Now that we've seen these over the top things, that we have something to scale it against anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just kind of how it feels to me. Yeah. But yeah, the a, a real like like the old like Spartacus movies where they did have the cast of thousands. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know what that would look like. Uh, kind of hard to imagine. Can you even fight like that? Like, I don't know how. I still don't understand any of these movies. How anybody knows who, who anybody is in these battles? Yeah, um, but you know, they don't have a, their names not glowing red or blue like it is in a video game. I, like, yeah, it's not well, easy no, like, but... like Star Wars where they're all wearing bright white plastic <laughs> sure but they're all like face to face you know it's not like uh in like world war one or two where it's trench warfare and you could easily friendly fire somebody due to us due to their silhouettes well i mean still like, that, that, like tragic shit like that still happens well like sure this day did, like but... when we have all this technology there's still like friendly fire is still yeah a huge thing but i mean back then you were clashing Swords, you know, you were looking to the eyes of the person that you were trying to kill. Well, but do you think you don't know everybody on yeah, your side and everybody? <laughs> I, I can see, like, when you first engage, maybe, but well, after. Was he wearing a kilt? 
Yeah, he's a good guy. He's wearing a kilt. That's a good guy. I shouldn't kill him. So you got to be looking down the whole time. you got to have your head up. Well, you clash the swords, and when your swords are, like, grating against each other, you take a quick peek down. <laughs> See if they're wearing they, pantaloons they all, or a kilt. They all wear stupid hats like the phrase. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> they're, they're, those guys are the phrase because they had the stupid hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy that tried to rape her in the beginning of the movie, he had a fray hat on. Screw that guy. Yeah, there we go. All right. So now on to our list, oh, crossover oh, sorry, list. Sorry, real, this quick, would... real quick, Jeff. That, okay. That, that, what, what, so a couple small things here. Uh, one, one's an honorable mention, Sword to the Scroat. So the, the, the Battle <laughs> the Sword Sterling, in the Scroat. Yeah, Whoever Battle Sterling. the sword they, from they, the Scrotum. Yeah, they, they had this, like, I would call it a montage, <laughs> but they just show like a bunch of shots of people getting murdered brutally in the middle of the fight. And this one guy like drops low and then like basically stabs a guy through his dick. <laughs> like that that caught me off guard uh caught him off yeah <laughs> um the other thing was uh the but yeah the the creepy guy that like basically smells out william wallace's wife um that guy was the 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 head nazi in uh last crusade oh shit so did you say that yeah and he was like the KGB guy in some all fears and probably a ton of other things, but, but yeah, it was that guy. And I was I was mad that he didn't really get his comeuppance. He got killed, but like he was just like a jobber at that point. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure killed counts as comeuppance. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now going on to our crossover <laughs> yes, sorry. list. Yes. Sorry, I had to talk about these two things. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, moments or movies where the protagonist doesn't make it doesn't doesn't uh survive the movie so as example braveheart mr braveheart dies <laughs> he does <laughs> so um i will go and my number five is from the movie glory mostly oh, yeah. films. damn it <laughs> yeah that's good damn you jeff <laughs> So Ferris Bueller and Wesley and the gang and <laughs> Morgan Freeman and all them. Denzel. They're going up the battlement. They get into the very end and they look down and then they're waiting for him and just cannon fire at the screen. We've got the rad song. Yeah. I can never remember the name of the, the piece. Uh, yeah, the music's fucking amazing. Through the eyes of an angel. That one? <laughs> don't think it was that. Nah, I, I, I don't think there was any Sarah McLaughlin in Glory. There weren't any dead puppies in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That would be glory reenacted with puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Internet, make that happen. <laughs> no, don't make that happen. <laughs> I mean, not for real. Use stunt puppies or something. I don't know. Stunt puppies. Right. Use your old pound puppy collection. Yeah. And, uh, ruff, 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 ruff. Tragic. So, glory, when... Uh, if you haven't seen it, kids, watch it. We had to watch it a lot in school. Yeah, history <laughs> class. Yeah, and U.S. So. history. <laughs> Civil so. War sucked, everybody. <laughs> oh yes, especially if you were a black soldier. Ugh. Um, so yeah, glory, Alex. My number five is uh, another epic kind of army movie, but not really. Gladiator. Okay. Doesn't Some make it. He just opens the door into the afterlife, right after killing the emperor. Mm-hmm. Old split lip McGee. 
<laughs> Caesar split lip. Mm-hmm. Better than Caesar point lip. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which is worse. <laughs> but yeah, he doesn't make it. He bleeds out pretty much during that last awesome fight. Also, cool movie. Also, very historically inaccurate. Yeah, still fun. Yeah. But yes. Alright, Scott. Okay. Number five is Layer Cake. I don't know if you guys have seen this one. I haven't seen that one. Okay. Not me either. Uh, Daniel Craig. Yeah, James Bond, Daniel Craig. Um, it's, it's kind of a heist crime noir. Bunch of British people, Colmini's in it. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. Oh, we should, should we back up here again real quick. Uh, this list is more spoilery than usual uh, for anybody that's going to continue listening. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know Layer Cake died at the end. Uh, yeah. So sorry if I sp- spoiling. Yeah, we might spoil yeah, some things fine. for each other here. Um, but anyways, uh, so Layer Cake. Um, this one is of of the of my entire list is probably the most unexpected. Um, it literally happens like in the last shot of the movie, uh, and like you think he like so the whole movie is like he he was work- he, he's having to like deal with a bunch of stuff, and he finally comes out on top, and uh, he basically he's gonna leave the underworld, and there's like some jobber that just like wants revenge for some small thing, and then that's it. Um, he gets shot in the chest, and then like the the movie ends with him like bleeding out. So it's possible he survives, but not likely. Uh, so layer cake, my number five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, my number four is... It's more from the book, but it is a movie too. And I'm kind of a cheat here. But where the red fern grows, the old Dan and little Ann... I'm calling them the protagonist, <laughs> even though I think the, the, the boy really is. But whatever. Yeah. I, but, I love that as a kid. And I'll allow it's very this. sad. I'm gonna re I reach my hand back into Tennessee and punch them all the way to Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> it's something like that. So. And brought him home in a gunny sack. He's like, what the hell is a gunny sack? We're gonna go catch we're gonna catch some raccoons. <laughs> uh, they call them coons. Yeah, I know, I don't want to say it. <laughs> Not with the southern accent anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah, then it's racist. <laughs> So, where the Redfern grows, old Dan, little Anne, so sad. Uh, and they are the protagonists. Screw that. <laughs> Who cared? No, yeah, no, I don't remember the boy's name. Yeah, nobody cared about the kid. <laughs> Fern. His name was Fern. Yeah, Fern. Right. Yeah, right. Fern. Yeah, he had red hair. Red Fern <laughs> was his name, and he grew. <laughs> All right, Alex, number four. My number four. Oh, this used to be one of my favorite Halloween movies. And it was sadly Brandon Lee's last. R.I.P. The Crow. Nice. What? The Crow. This is kind of cheating. No, it isn't because he died. He did. They killed him. I mean, he came back to life. Yeah. And then he goes back to the grave. Hey, he's dead. They made a second movie. Jason dying in every movie. (laughs) Oh, he was never dead. Dude, they killed his ass. Then he came back a year later. Come yeah, on, well, it's like, what's like, for a what's year. like, it's like, I don't have like Bill and Ted's bogus journey on my list because. Well, you should. 
<laughs> That's dumb. You should have had him. They died. Or what about RoboCop? Yeah. Yeah, he's dead too. You're missing the point of the list. <laughs> but you allowed me to do Redfern Grove, so I'll let you do this. So I, I'll allow that's it. That's bullshit. <laughs> I disagree with you completely, but I'll allow it. Okay, well then, next time say died and then stays dead. I think I said at the end of the movie, but all right. I'll, I'll allow it. Scott. All right, my number four is The Brave 300. Nice. Yeah. And then my brothers nice. and then my brothers died and my king died. Yeah. For Red AIDS. Red Death. Yep. It's as a little fucking side, lit it, up by a bajillion arrows. Yeah. As a little like side. Scene being. It yeah. always took it takes me out of the movie when you see Leonidas doing his, his death screen and you have a close up on his face. But you can still see all of his <laughs> fixed cavities and stuff with the silver st- <laughs> things inside his mouth. Yeah, they have a very advanced culture. <laughs> Class- classical, classical warrior warrior piece. culture would yeah, the, carefully, deftly fill, fill in each cavity with yeah, the, the Hellenic Age. Yeah, whatever the hell. It was. Well, it was probably like Mercury. They weren't that <laughs> advanced, but uh, yeah, it's no. I, I, I get what you're saying. Sometimes HD is <laughs> mm-hmm. not necessarily a good thing, but still, yeah. But it's awesome the Brave Three Hundred, yeah. Fucking go out like men. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm I'm so hard trying to think of a joke like this is. Oh, well, Jeff, 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 Jeff's Jeff said he was so hard because we're talking about Three Hundred. <laughs> What is it? Uh, I can't. This is gingivitis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't come up with it. I'm over it. <laughs> All right. Uh, it was my turn, right? This is PPO uh, Dental Care. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So my number three is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh. Ah, oh, damn. Cuckoo. Damn, that's a good one. Cuckoo. That's good. Yeah, so. I'm gonna allow it. He's not technically dead, but I'll allow it. Yeah, brain dead. <laughs> He's dead. I can put some pillows. Oh yeah, That's true. no, you're right. Oh, Chief right. kills him. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Also, if we ever do like a, a just our favorite, vi- our, our best villains of all time, oh, uh, fuck, Ratchet. Ratchet. I, I, I'd have a hard time leaving out that list. And uh, that anyways, list in the book you get. You get to imagine her boobs. <laughs> uh, and then she played a villain in Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. And you knew she was. And she played a villain. And you, you knew she was going to be a villain because, like, that's all she can play at that point. She's fucking typecast yeah. forever. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Damn, Jeff. Yeah. So I don't. Everyone's probably seen it, right? I don't want to spoil it if people haven't seen it. But it's just things don't work out for Jack Nicholson. But um, and like I said, not only does he not make it, it does inspire somebody else to make it, and uh, mm-hmm. that's an, that's a bonus for that one. So there it is, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Scott, Alex, Alex, I mean Alex, go, Alex. <laughs> My number three Alex. is the very end of Alien Three. Okay, there it is. Ripley throws herself into the furnace, and uh, 
the real bishop is like very sad because she has a queen growing inside her belly spoiler alerts and then it pops out in the middle of the air right and she has to grab onto it as she falls into the furnace so cool and then and then it's heartbreaking when she gives the thumbs up on the way down <laughs> yep and then the alien does one too <laughs> <laughs> it's why while it holds a little top hat yeah <laughs> It's a, I thought about this one. That's a good scene, but the movie's not good, so I didn't put it on. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did, but it's a good yeah, scene. Yeah, I did, I did think about that one, but uh, yeah, it did not make my list. Oh, there it is. There it is. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, that ending for me was spoiled by the video game. I played the video game before I watched the movie. Oh, and at the Super end, Nintendo? That's, yeah, and that scene happens. I was like, what? Wow. She jumps in? And I can't. Like, why, did, why would they change this for the video game? <laughs> Know, that's that's super rare that a video game spoils a movie for somebody. <laughs> a mo a, a video game spoils a movie. Yeah. Huh. That's funny that they actually were like following the plot along that closely. <laughs> I don't think they were. It was just at the end of the movie, like the end of the game, they had to put the scene from the end of the movie. Uh, okay. Like, right? Was this for Super Nintendo? Yeah. Yep. Okay. It was just this platform. He just ran around and flamed and shot aliens, but at the end. <laughs> There was a cutscene, and she jumps into the lava, and the thing comes out of her, and she holds onto it, and she falls. And that's all its 16-bit glory. Damn. Bro, look, all right. Look great. Scott. All right, number three. Uh, this one's not exactly cheating, but you don't actually see the characters. They, they don't die during the runtime, but uh, the end of the thing. Oh. Because they're sure shit going to die. <laughs> yeah, there's, 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 yeah, there, there's no doubt about that. Um, but it's kind of chilling too that the, you know, the literally, yeah, uh, <laughs> the the heroes, the uh, Mc, uh, McCree, McCready, and uh, it's high new. Yeah, I almost said McCree, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, McCready, and uh, Childs, 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 Childs. Child. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, like yeah, they 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 did what they had to do uh, to stop this alien menace, um, and that's it. <laughs> there's no cavalry. There's no happy ending for these guys. Like they're just gonna die knowing that at least that they they stopped this thing, the titular thing. It ain't. Fukes. But what if? But what if one of them was the thing and they can survive the cold? Then it's gonna wait for the next set of Norwegians to come get them. It's possible. And then the cycle continues, and then the Americans find them again. <laughs> yes, and then the Norwegians. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. It's a vicious circle. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not convinced that one of them was. I'm, 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 in my own thing, I don't think either of them was. But either way, they stopped him from building the, the spaceship to go. That is true. Yeah. To go and then bring back others. Like yeah, yeah. And Wilford Brimley didn't get his oatmeal, yeah. so everything is. Oh goddamn! If if Wilford Brimley ever starts asking for his oatmeal, just give it to him. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm a I'm lot better right. now. It's co- hey man, it's cold. It's cold in here, man. <laughs> I'd really like to go back. All right, uh, my number two. Alex already mentioned it. Gladiator. Um, I haven't watched it in a while, and maybe we'll do this in this sometime in the near future. But I remember it being pretty cool and him giving back. I know it's not accurate, but whatever. Giving back the the the, the government to the people. Away from the king or Caesar, mm-hmm. 
the fight. And I like the fact that the whole, I guess, the last battle. Well, maybe we can talk about this when we do the episode. But where Commodus knows there's no way he's going to actually beat him in a real fight. So he, he cheap shots him before the fight even starts. And yeah. Bandages him up and everything. So I like that. All right. Uh, Alex. Number two? Mm-hmm. My number two is one where everyone dies. Reservoir dogs. Everybody. Jeebus Ooh. H. The <sighs> movie's so cool. Well, there's really one, like one and a half protagonists here. And they died. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't come back to life in this one. Yeah. yeah you're both right. <laughs> there is no one main character in this, but they all do die. So technically, if there was a protagonist, it is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it was fly on the wall in the warehouse or something. <laughs> I don't know. Steve Buscemi lives. Does he? Yeah, I think so. I think he gets away. At least in the course of the movie, he gets away. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm, okay. Mr. Pink. But he's definitely not the protagonist. No. You won't even tip witches. So who's your one? Who's your one and a half? It's, uh, Tim um, Tim Roth is closest to a protagonist, and then uh, Harvey Keitel. Yeah. Is the half there. I don't agree with that. Jeez, I gotta watch that movie again. So good. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily need to see the scene where he cuts his ear off ever again. Well, of course not. They don't actually show it, Scott. Still, they show him talking into it after it's cut off, <laughs> which is nasty and hilarious at the same time. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Scott. Uh, number two was something actually pretty recent. Uh, the the final hurrah for a beloved uh, superhero character, Marvel character, uh, but in the a, a proper send off, and that would be Logan. Mm. Uh, he basically spends his the rest of his uh, his life basically to to protect. Um, like he finally drudges up enough to to care about like one last thing. Um, you know, he's like dying but he's like dead on the inside um, but he manages the, this this little girl finds a way into his heart uh, <laughs> and he uh, yeah he goes out in a blaze of glory um, right so he overcomes himself ooh I should have done young guns ooh <laughs> you said blaze of glory yeah I did mm-hmm. <laughs> that song's been stuck in my head for 20 years by the way, yep. I'll make you famous. No, Logan's a good one. I didn't even think about that at all. That that if I would have known it, maybe they would have bumped one of mine out. It's, uh, it's so, sorry, Alex, if you didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know it, but man, I <laughs> Oops, oops, meh. And then Johnny Cash plays during the which that was bullshit because Johnny Cash is in all the trailers. Uh, it was never really featured into the movie. I think there was one at like, not even the beginning of the credits, like after the credits started rolling, they switched to a Johnny Cash song. Anyway, number two, Logan. All right. My number one probably would be Braveheart, but since I don't like putting the ones we reviewed on there, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go with Night of the Living Dead. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that one's Uh, brutal. Yes. And uh, 
very good social commentary. Whew. So, mm-hmm. so yes, I, I don't, you guys all know what happens. Yeah. That was probably the roughest uh, one on this list. Yeah. So I don't know if you've, you guys ever seen the remake with Tony Todd. Yeah, I've seen both. Yeah. That's fucking horseshit. He's actually a zombie at the end when they shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cop out, man. Yep. Seriously. Well, he does but, like sacrifice himself though, if I remember correctly, in the remake. Yeah, but it's different than. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> what happened yeah. in the original yeah. one? And with George, I would totally would have forgot about this, but with the passing of George Romero recently, it was on my mind, and I don't know how you could not think of that. And while it is kind of a group, he is still the leader of the group in this movie, and I call him the protagonist. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Night of the Living Dead. I also want to throw out an honorable mention, but maybe you. Someone might have it, so I'll wait. Uh, Alex. My number one is where the death was the quintessential thing and the biggest twist that anybody had ever seen, ever. Sixth Sense. Spoiler alert. Fuck. Epitome of spoiler alert. (laughs) He was dead the whole time. uh, Full disclosure, I've never actually seen the Sixth Sense because it was spoiled for me, like, pretty much right after the movie came out, so I never saw the point. Oh, you should still watch it. It's still a good movie. You should still watch it. Yeah, one of these it. days I'll get around to it, I guess. But Maybe you'll forget. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on VHS. or Yeah, it was VHS, I think, still. And I didn't... It wasn't spoiled. I got So I got a year or two after it came out, and I still wasn't spoiled. I knew there was an indie, a twist ending, but I didn't know what it was. And so it still got me. It's good. It's a good one, Alex. Yeah. Next. Although, is he the protagonist, or is Haley Joe Osmond the protagonist? Eh, I think he is. Yes, they they both like help each other get through. Well, Scott doesn't know, blah, so blah. yeah, just just like the song, Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about Blaze of Glory. All right, Scott, number one. All right, my number one, uh, and I wish I'd preface my last one with a spoiler tag. Um, spoiler, huge spoiler for this. <laughs> Alex just broke the spoiler of all spoilers, yeah, so don't yeah. worry about it. Spoiler tag for this one. Um, although, Jeff, you probably could give less of a shit about this. Um, but um, the the end of Cowboy Bebop, of the, the series. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, with... Uh, Old Spike. Um, Ooh, I bet Rocksteady's in it at the end, right? That's a spoiler? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> oh. Well, it's not not really that much of a surprise um, that he dies in the end because the whole series kind of point, points toward it. Um, it's still, like, tragic because uh, Spike has... He basically chooses to go die, basically. Um, and then it ends with the, the super sad weird Japanese song. <laughs> Alex knows what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Um, and yeah, just the whole thing was like so good. Um, and it really resonated with me and it really stuck with me. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's my number one. Uh, it, you know, I'd grown attached to these characters over the, the course of uh, the series. And it was only one season, one season, which is great for an anime because they usually go on for 500 fucking episodes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this was just a regular 22 24 episode uh, season. Yeah, 24. Yeah, and then that was that. Um, so, yeah, it's my number one Cowboy Bebop. 
Very cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, if I ever got into anime, now I'm spoiled. <laughs> so thanks a lot, Scott. You'll forget. Probably. Um, all right. Uh, I had one audible mention. I did use it because it's, it's bullshit cheat, but technically Frodo Baggins. Right? Am I right? Am I right? Frodo? Scott, help me out here. When he when he goes on the ship, is that what happens? You go on a ship yeah. to, to the Western Isles, you're dead? Going to heaven, right? Well, actually, I've, I've, I've just my notes. I've just Lord of the Rings because technically Gandalf. Spoilers. Yeah. Then Gandalf totally dies, and then he comes back. Yeah, he pulls a he pulls a crow. That's not the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it pretty much is. He dies halfway through the first movie of. He dies an hour. Two of ten. <laughs> so. Yeah. But then he goes on the ship with Frodo at the end anyway, so technically he wins. He does that, too. That's true. So if you allow Frodo, then I allow Gandalf. Um, and Bilbo. Let's see. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, Game of Thrones has, uh, has a few. Yeah, I almost put in Ned Stark from season yeah, one. But I did thought about two, but technically we thought he was the protagonist, but he's not really. I mean, protagonist well, of season anymore. one. <laughs> like, I don't know who ultimately of the ultimately of the Ice of Song and Fire. It's going to be like Sam, Tyrion, and Danny, right? Or the ultimate Sam, <laughs> Sam Atarly? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who knows? John, Danny, or Tyrion, right? Or ultimately, but I, I don't know. All right. Well, if that's it, that's on to feedback. <laughs> feedback. I forgot. Or yep. is it uh, listener lists? Okay. Uh, yeah, we only got feedback. we only got one listener uh, this Aww. time for reels. Aww. And it's I think he's commented before. Our very own Brad Crawford. Yeah, a friend of mine. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, a, I mean, a listener who found his way to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. Uh, he says Braveheart used to be a seven for him, but only a six or even a five now. Uh, okay. Yeah, more realistic version of the story dulled my enjoyment of this movie, so oh, that sucks. Knowing reality just sucks the enjoyment out of fantasy. I know how you feel. <laughs> and uh, his list consists of top progret- protagonists who died, of course, and his number number five batman versus superman and he writes poor soups nah fuck superman in this crappy movie <laughs> <laughs> is uh number four ah, yeah maybe i should have put this one on my list rogue one it was real number five i think is what you mean no oh, batman superman oh, okay. was number five what one two three four five six. oh yeah yeah six so i guess that was a <laughs> just a jokey one. Oh, okay, okay, so number five, Rogue One. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Recent. Uh, number four, the three hundred Leonidas. Oh, okay. Same page there. All right. Yeah. Number three, the Sixth Sense. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, number two, American Beauty. <laughs> I thought about that one. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I thought about that throwing in there, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And number one, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, yeah. Kind of hard to top that one. Yeah. 
Who's this, Brad? I like the way he thinks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Brad. Keep it coming, Thank everybody. You, Brad. Yep. All right, it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. Uh, where's the story? Shit, I lost it. <laughs> Doesn't really matter. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. So I guess uh, this Ky- Kyrie Irving is uh, used to be in cahoots with uh, LeBron James. Okay. They used to be pretty tight. All right. But then Kobe Bryant stepped into the love triangle, and things just got all messy. So Ooh. I think. Kyrie and uh, LeBron are just broken up now. They're no longer seeing each other, and they're going their separate ways, thanks to Kobe Bryant. It's uh, it's a real telenovela going on in the NBA right yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. All right. <laughs> Alex, pop quiz. What teams or team uh, do those guys play for? Well, Kobe Bryant on the, was on the Lakers. Okay. I'm glad you know that one. Thank el, God you knew that. El one. Black Mamba. Uh, LeBron okay. James and uh, Kyrie Irving. I think they met and they started dating on the Magic, but then they ended up with the Cavaliers. Oh, so close. <laughs> <laughs> right state. Yeah. You're, you're close to the Magic. Miami. Yeah. Miami. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. I have no idea what you're referring to, though. Is there, what's the real story? Uh, Heart, Aid. Heart Aid and Heartbreak. Uh, Kyrie Irving put it out to the press and to the team that he wants to trade away from the Cavaliers. He wants to be traded, oh. even though he's got like two years left and the, the Cavs don't have to do a goddamn thing. <laughs> he wants to be traded. Oh, Okay. He's tired of living in LeBron's shadow or something like that. <laughs> it's time for Neom News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. All right, so just a couple a couple bits for me tonight, uh, or for this podcast, I should say. Uh, mm-hmm. Number one, uh, so a ton of things that came out of Comic-Con. I'm not going to cover much of it, uh, or pretty much any of it. But there was a new trailer for The Defenders. Um and so I, I'm looking forward to this. Um, it's basically like the greatest hits from, from all four of the Marvel Netflix series. Um, so it looks like it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, this trailer revealed a lot of things that, uh, will go on there. So a lot of, uh, a lot of things that I guess would definitely qualify as spoilers. But if you're interested, go, go look. They, they set up a couple of the villains. Um, it's not really a spoiler that Sigourney Weaver has a big role, um, and she, she she does a pretty good villain when she wants to. <laughs> she gives good mm-hmm. gives good slime, good sass, as they say in the biz. Uh, she gonna be Gozer? The Gozerian? It's possible. <laughs> Who brought the dog? I don't know. They they do get a little supernatural, uh, just beyond on the mutant powers and whatnot. Uh, so yeah, if you. She wasn't Gozer. She was Zool. Never mind. I fucked it up. Damn. <laughs> maybe they... Well, no, maybe she is going to be Gozer. Gozerian. You don't know. No, yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah. Like I said, if you're interested in the, uh, the Defenders or you like the Marvel shows, check it out. 
I'm still not clear on a, a date. It's supposed to be this year, though, I think. Toward the end of the year, I would imagine. Yeah, I think it's in a couple months. Yeah. Yep. Um, new trailers for, for other things like Thor. Thor. It looks so cool. Um, yeah, I'm holding off on this because I don't want to see any more of it because I'm definitely going to see it. So I don't really need to see any more of the trailers. Um, mm-hmm. They they still haven't released the Infinity War footage. Those dicks. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is correct. Dis- Disney's <laughs> They've shown Disney stills, figured but... out how to like keep a lock on this shit somehow. Um, I'm sure it involved like a bunch of like large security dudes like eyeing everybody and taking phones away and that stuff. Um, and sniper, and sniper rifles. rifles. Yeah, just red dots. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just yeah. a bunch of people with laser pants, but you don't know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, apparently there's some new footage of that. They, they showed that at D23, um, but again at Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, nobody's seen that yet. Uh, I guess they, they showed... Uh, I haven't seen it yet, uh, but they showed... Uh, Brie Larson in the full-on Captain Marvel outfit, and uh, oh. they've they've released some of the information about what's going to go on there. It's, uh, Sam Jackson's going to reprise his role as Nick Fury, but I guess it's supposed to take place before, like, well before any of the Avengers movies start. So, like, you mm-hmm. won't actually have the eye patch prequel. Yeah. Oh, super prequel. Yeah. No eye patch. Yeah. So, like, in the nineties. Damn. Does he have a fro? Digital, I hope so. Digital makeup. I, I can only hope. Yeah, they might have to like to do the uh, Michael Douglas thing to him. <laughs> mm. I mean, Sam Jackson's pretty much looked yeah, the same true. for a long yeah, time. Yeah, he's kind, now, kind so. of ageless. Um, yeah. Uh, or he's Kurt Russell, still that the same bum that tried to assault the Whack Arnold. Yep. Yeah. What does it put yeah, this down Jerry Curl from Pulp Fiction in? That was from the '90s, right? Just make him look like Jules. <laughs> yeah. Well, you gotta have that wig laying around somewhere. Dude, that'd be amazing. The Jericho wig and the and the weird sideburns. Fu Manchu. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like a lot of other stuff there, but uh, looking forward to all that. Um, another trailer. Maybe this has been around for a little while, uh, but I just saw it. It's a trailer for a movie called The Shape of Water that's coming out later this year. Yeah, it's been out for a bit. I had no idea what it was about. Yeah, I, and then somebody at work said Guillermo del Toro. I was like, "All right, I'm watching yeah, this." Trailer. Exactly. I'm like, "Oh, it's Guillermo del Toro." So I watched the trailer, and I'm in. Um, looks, I know. Looks like a like the story seems a you know fairly small scale, even like for especially for del Toro. Um, but you know, I just love the the way that he shoots his movies, um, and obviously the creature effects are going to be amazing because they always are. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were, all those movies have this kind of haunting quality to them uh, that, that I think is kind of unique um, in in bigger pictures anyway. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to this. But it's a uh, – it's hard to describe uh, it. Spoiler? Yeah. Um, yeah, it could be spoilery with whatever you say if people aren't familiar well, with Well, it's Guillermo del Toro. Or even if you are. It's del Toro, so expect some, some kind of creature stuff going on. Um, yep. But uh, it's – if you were to put a genre on it, I guess it would be like science fiction like, drama, I guess. Uh, it's like if Guillermo del Toro did Free Willy. <laughs> I guess that's that's actually not a bad comparison. Uh, yeah, see? So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this. Uh, for, for anybody that hasn't watched the Guillermo del Toro stuff, 
I, I can't recommend it enough. Um, you know, obviously Hellboy is a lot of fun, but um, the, the really great stuff is like Pan's Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if anybody's hasn't seen that at this point, but yeah, please do. Like Pan, Pan's Labyrinth is, is fantastic. Um, and he, he's been kind of off the grid for a while, I guess, huh? Well, he did, he did that movie with, uh, the Hid. Um, what's it called? Yeah. I heard it was terrible. It. I didn't see it, but I heard it wasn't that good. I heard it was, or I, it's on my list of things to watch. Um, I, I, as I sit here recommending Game of the Toad to everybody, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, watch, watch Pan's Labyrinth. Um, Pacific Rim. Oh yeah, Pacific Rim. I love oh, I love Pacific Rim. But yeah, I kind of have that hiatus after the, the last one because of mm-hmm. uh, all the the Hobbit stuff. He was originally going to direct that. Um, yep. Stepped out for reasons. God, I really wish he would have. Um, so, anyways, so yeah, we got. I I don't know if he's directing Pacific Rim two or not. That's. It looks like no. It looks not. like it's slowly coming together. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, this this looks great. Uh, from what I saw in the trailer. Yep. So, uh, but anyways, the Shape of Water, and that's all I have. Oh, good. Uh, Jeff, did you have anything to add? Uh, just a couple things. Um, they showed the Justice League trailer, which I thought was eh, it was all right. Yeah. A little more upbeat. Yeah. So was it was a lot one. different from the one they've been showing for a while now? I think so. Okay. Not a lot. Okay. Not a- they showed more, and it seems like yeah, look, it'll be a fun ride. Yeah, a little more upbeat. Um, I just wish Cyborg was in this movie. He just looks out of place, but whatever. Um, it looks all right. I saw the trailer for um, Ready Player One. Oh yeah, I saw oh, that. Yeah, I saw that to too. Yeah. So all right, talk about it, Alex. Well, the one thing that got me that really surprised me, even though it really shouldn't have, because I haven't read the book. I really want to before the movie comes out. But you guys and everybody that I've heard is talking about, oh, how are they going to get all the different licenses and stuff because there's different things coming together in this movie. And I'm just like, yeah. okay. But then when you see the trailer and you see how much shit from other movies and pop culture they're actually cramming in there, even just the trailer, it was astounding. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. So freaking cool. So so I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. Um, I felt that the trailer was too busy, though. Like, like yeah. every scene they showed, like, like there's just so much shit going on at the screen. Like, I, I hope it's not just one big, like, CGI schlockfest. <laughs> well, I'm sure it won't be Spielberg. He knows what he's doing. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, and the book, the RC, like, remember, he's in most of the time. Right, in the no, VR I get, world, I get that so they, some things you know, are like that. It's going to have to be like a lot of CGI. But when I say busy, I don't just mean that that everything was CGI, but like. There was so much shit to track, like going on in each yeah. one of these scenes. It was, I don't know. Like, yeah. Hopefully, it's not too much. I, I think that was like trailer Easter egg bait. So you pause yeah, it and you're I like, "Oh, so. there's Freddy Krueger and there's yep. Ninja Gaiden or whatever else you're trying to spot <laughs> some of these silhouettes and stuff." Yep. Iron Giant, yeah. um, oh, Iron Giant, so cool. DeLorean, obviously. At first, because so. I saw only saw the thumbnail on the YouTube, and I'm like. Oh, they're doing an Iron Giant sequel, and the dude's all grown up. Then I scroll over Ready Player One. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, and and so you guys haven't read I the have. book, right? Oh, you have. Is the Iron Giant no. in the book? So, so most of the pop culture is relegated like purely to like the '80s. 
Um, there, there's some yeah. stuff from like the early nineties that pops up. Um, maybe some stuff from the late seventies, but yeah, most of it's like the heart of the eighties, like movies, music, yeah. video games, um, and like early video games too. Not, not, not even like Nintendo, yeah, like Atari, yeah, yeah, Atari Pac-Man. Yeah. Um, it's like early eighties, I guess would be the real wheelhouse there. Um, yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, that looked cool. And like some of the scenes look directly like the stack. The, the real world, like that looked exactly like how I read yeah, it. No, in the that book. was cool. I, um, the, some yeah, of the I other stuff awesome did the not look had, like yeah, I did not. Like the guys in their virtual, like the, the, the corporation, I forgot whatever they're called. That did not look like how yeah. I pictured it, but whatever. I mean, um, anyway, without getting into spoilers, um, the other, I think that was it. Those two trailers are the big ones. Um, so a couple reviews uh, are just, well, Game of Thrones was awesome again. I'm not going to talk about that, but. I started and finished Glow. Okay. I, went through, I burned through that really, really quickly. Damn it. So, so I, I watched like the first 10 minutes and then like I had to go to sleep or something. So let me catch up on it. <laughs> something stupid. Really? Yeah. You saw Allison Bree's titties and you jerked off and fell asleep. That's what happened, Scott, right? <laughs> well, not, not that. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Nah, it was a great movie. Uh, a great show. I thought, yeah, I'll just watch an episode and see how I like it. And then next thing, four episodes later, I was like, I got to go to bed. I, I hear good things about it, though. I Burned hear, through it this uh, weekend. Mark Maron's great. He's like the sleazeball yeah, promoter. they all are. So I recommend that. And that's uh, it. Uh, oh, quick review from me. Uh, I watched Now You See Me 2. Ugh. It was just bad. I, I, I'm a defender yeah. of the first movie. I, I actually really enjoyed the first movie. Uh, the second one yeah. was just some really bad writing and ideas. They like they tried to build off the first movie, which I appreciate, but they took like everything in the first movie and like twisted it around, and it was just highly unsatisfying. And yeah, it's, it's like that doesn't make any sense in the plot. <laughs> like this is bullshit. So yeah, I can't say I recommend that one. Uh, unfortunately yeah, stick with the first one first one's yeah, I like the first one uh, even though the first one has some there, there's a huge like suspension of disbelief <laughs> they, they <laughs> yeah, you need to uh, you know some cognitive dissonance you have to have going into the first movie but even that doesn't doesn't help you with the second one even though the second one has Lizzie Kaplan who I love um, although mm-hmm. they ditch Isla Fisher so it kind of bounces out there um, anyway um, yeah can't say I recommend that um, Alex you have something to chime in about yeah, just last thing, Stranger Things too. Man, that trailer oh. was a, a maze ball. So I still have to. F- that was. Yeah, I still have to finish up the uh, first season of that. Oh, dude! Yeah. And the trailer features like an awesome remix of Thriller. So cool. Scott, that's gonna be an episode coming up. So you, yeah, you better <laughs> finish up, son. Yeah. Um, oh, I know. We have to make you watch this great uh, TV show. T- oh very, God, I'm, I'm a very busy person. Well, don't watch Now You Can See Me 2. Yeah, don't watch that movie. Watch Stranger Things 2. I mean, Stranger Things. One, yeah. (laughs) And then two. Well, that was only one thing, though. That wasn't like seven episodes. two hours. You could have watched two more episodes. Just get yourself a pile of Eggo waffles and uh, just binge watch it, man. Let's go. Yeah. Spoiler alert. (laughs) I did did finally see the new Spider-Man movie. I liked it. It was all right. I don't know if it's better than the original Sam Raimi's, though, so I'm not sure. But it was fun. Yeah, so I'm not sure about like yeah where I'd place it in the in the grand scheme of the Spider-Man Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely better than the third Spider-Man or both both of the Andrew Garfields. Yeah, of course. 
Um, but yeah, the first two Tobey Maguire, Sam Raimi ones. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the second one, this, this definitely has the best villain out of all of them, though. The mm-hmm. Doc Ock. Yeah. So, and you know how you know how I feel about strong villains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mean Edward Molina's, Edward Bolita's Doc Ock? You mean Alfred? Yeah, that's the no. One. Alfred's Batman's. Batman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's no. not a villain at all. S- sorry about that, babe. All right, that wraps up this episode. Episode. What are we talking about next week? Alice Scott. Alice Scott. Well, we we kind of already Sam already kind of touched touched upon a little bit. No, not Sam Raimi's. Oh, about Ridley Scott's Gladiator. All right, let's do it. Let's do two war movies. Yeah, let's keep it rolling. And for a crossover topic. Uh, how about our favorite uh... split lip? <laughs> there we go. Done. Favorite lip deformalities. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be inventing the Abbots. It's gonna be <laughs> every special Joaquin, guest Brian. Every Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix movie. Uh, how how about our favorite uh, training montages? Sure. There's a training montage in Gladiator. Yeah, I didn't think there was. A, he's already trained. <laughs> Is there not a montage training. in the middle where they're like training all the gladiators and shit and like fights and? Oh, let's pick something else. Let's edit this post. Arena battle scenes. Yeah, where people are not entertained. Um. Oh, sons killing fathers. Ooh, that's gonna hit close to, to home for me. What, the boys already after you. Jeebus H. <laughs> they already pretend to eat my limbs. Okay, yeah, no um, favorite favorite uh, family uh, patricide, patricide or yeah. fratricide or sororicide or matricide. Oh, so not not just. Not just limited yeah. to fathers, so... Okay, Favorite family Oof. members killing each other. Or family <laughs> members uh, doing away with each other. All right. Okay. Sounds good. We don't need to edit this. Let's all go live. Yep. <laughs> this is, this is a thought great, process. Yeah. great radio. Behind the curtain. Peek behind the curtain. All right. You got that, folks? Thanks for listening. God. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.